Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Talk It Up with Tierra Monique. I am your girl, Tierra Monique, and it's time to talk it up. Well, happy, happy inauguration day, people. It is January 20th, 2021, a beautiful day in my neck of the woods, and I hope you are waking up or getting your day started right now. It is in the morning time that I'm recording this, so whenever you are listening to this, I hope you are having a beautiful day or night and that you are not allowing anything to rob you of your joy and your peace, okay? Okay, so like I said, it's Inauguration Day. Um, This is episode 44, and um, I'm having a good day, y'all. The title of today's episode is Let's Just Talk. Because I just have so many things to talk about today that I don't have one specific thing to talk about. Um, I should—I don't know if I should say so many, at least two things. So the title right now as I'm talking to you is Let's Just Talk. Um, so let's go ahead and pray. God, I thank you for this podcast. I thank you for everyone who is listening right now. I thank you for Wednesday. I thank you for the sun that's rising right now in my neck of the woods. I thank you for all the people who are able to rise and get up this morning and get up this afternoon or get up this evening and go and do whatever they need to do today to make a living, to um, provide for their children, to be just to be themselves and be alive. God, I pray that whatever I say today will be a blessing to their hearts, their ears, their minds, and that their lives will be changed at least by one thing. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. So, the first thing I want to talk about, okay, um, is COVID. So, I guess this could be a part of my story time. COVID vaccine okay um I got the COVID vaccine I got it on uh January the 16th is it was it yeah is it the 16th no January 9th was it January 9th so it's been two weeks since I've had the, the shot and um I gotta say I'm okay I am okay So, I don't know why. Well, let me me back that up. Let me back that up. I do know why. I do know why there's a fear of getting the shot. Now, I still have to get the second dose, which I will on the 30th. And um, I can tell you that my symptoms from getting the shot were similar to the symptoms after getting a flu vaccine if you get flu vaccinations um or you might be someone who doesn't get no vaccination but I want to tell you this my symptoms were my arm was sore from the ejection spot not my entire arm just that area it was a little sore and tender for about three days okay and that didn't affect me at all now I understand if you have a job that requires both of your arms to be 
to have full range of motion, then that can be a little troublesome. You might might have to take take an over-the-counter um, pain medicine or muscle something. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I can't tell you <laughs> exactly what you would have to take for that. But yes, it was just a little tender. That that's all. Um, I did experience a headache um, uh, later on that day, and I think like two two days off and on, I had a headache. Um, one headache was a little bit more severe than the other one. Um, only to the point where I just had, I just had to take a, I had to take a nap. That's all. I just took a nap. I don't take a lot of medicine. So, um, once it got really bad, um, I did take an ibuprofen. Um, uh, so that was about it. But, um, that was, that was it. That was the most of my symptoms. I can say that, um, my mother got the vaccine on the same day. And the only thing that she experienced was... I think she she experienced fatigue, I believe, if that's what she said. But she said she wasn't sure if it was it was from the medicine or not because I mean the vaccine or not because she, she's tired all the time because <laughs> she gets up she gets up before the before uh, the sun rises. So she's a three a.m. person. So um, that's that. Um, so I got the COVID vaccine and. Um, again again now I know there are so many of my beautiful um, brown sisters and brothers who are like uh, H no I am not going to get this vaccine they are not gonna get me like they got you know the people before me um, in the Tuskegee experiment they're gonna get me like they did Henrietta Lacks nope they're not they, they're not gonna um they're not going to to uh do me like this absolutely not I'm not gonna be out here uh doing doing all this stuff doing all this stuff uh that's weird and my body starts acting up and all this other stuff let me tell y'all you cannot live your life in fear yes We're not going to deny what happened to our brothers and sisters long ago. Mainly our brothers with the Tuskegee experiment. That was heinous. That was the worst thing that someone can experience in the medical field that I know. When someone uses you as a guinea pig um, and just kills you off. Yes, I know. That, that, That is horrible okay that is a fact however now we are so I I know racism still exists in this world I know that um, um, there are still a a group of people a, a big amount of people who still hate based off the color of someone's skin whether you're black or Asian or Spanish or Mexican they don't care um, they don't. They don't want you here. But let me tell you something. I do not believe in my heart that this vaccine that is given to not just black and brown people, but is given to everybody who is willing to take it, is is going to 
hurt and harm only black only black and brown people absolutely not that right there is fear that is i'm not going to elect something that you did to me you did to someone in my ancestry years ago uh affect me now that's fear and you have to have faith over fear and faith okay it's not the denial of the reality okay it's not denying the past okay but it's believing that god can change the system where it works for everybody okay so this vaccination is for everybody okay and it's nobody's being a guinea pig per se okay yes it is a new vaccine but just like okay you take your tail okay i'm using very you know light words today you take your tail your butt your hiney to mcdonald's uh chick-fil-a popeye's chicken the food truck on the corner um the abc store the convenience store to buy them newports or them swisher sweets or whatever you put that you try that you consume to meet a need in your body and you don't know what is in it you think you know but you have no idea absolutely not you don't know what roach what mice what rat what mouse or rat was running around that restaurant before you ate your food you don't know if the person behind the counter even though you see them with the with a uh a mask on if they have covid or not if they're positive you don't know if they have if they're sick you don't know nothing nada okay but you still eat it you still drink you still um smoke you still do all those things because you want to do it and you it's meeting a need for you but you ain't you're not fearful what do you do you pray you pray over your food you pray you ask god to bless the food that you're about to eat you ask god to bless the hands that prepare you ask god to remove anything in this food that's going to harm your body that's what you do and the same thing you do for that food for that for them cigarettes you probably don't even pray over them cigarettes but you probably thank god for them like thank god for this drink thank god thank god for this rum and coke thank god for this stella this stella rosa black thank god for these new ports thank god for this miller light <laughs> you thanking god for things thank god for this cheeseburger you thanking god for these things right thank god for the vaccination pray over it god you know what I don't know what's gonna happen but I'm I believe you have me in your hands you have me to hold you have me to keep me and you will not leave me you didn't leave me years ago you don't you didn't leave me when I was doing my mess you didn't leave me and none of my and no time in my life and I know you will not leave me now you gotta trust God that he's taking care of you you don't trust man you don't trust man yes this vaccine came together very fast. Why? Because the world was working on it. It wasn't just one group of people working on a vaccine. It wasn't just the people in some a, a group of uh, scientists and pharmacists out in, uh, I don't know, the backwoods of Texas somewhere working on this vaccine. The world was working on this vaccine to help us so that people can't die. 400,000 people died from COVID-19. There's no time to be afraid. 
The time now is to act and to be a, a, a participant in the healing process of this world and the United States of America and your community and the, and the, the, the home that you live in. People are dying. Now, it's still up to you to do so. But that's between you and God. And I'm not trying to convince you to do it, even though it may sound like it. <laughs> I'm just saying, if I can protect my family and the people around me, especially my grandma from it, then why not? And if I believe that God is my, my provider, my protector, my healer, he will never leave me nor forsake me. He has my whole life in his hands. Then I can take this vaccine. I'm not fearful when I when I was drinking like I was like I was drinking I was drinking I was drinking like it was water. I remember those days. And then I would pray to God to keep me alive because I drank so much I thought I was about to die. But then what I do? God kept me and what the, and the next weekend I went and drank again. God had me then. He had me all those times I drove home intoxicated all those times he had me did I die no I'm still here and I'm still gonna be here after I get my second dose I'm still gonna be here next year this time because I believe God's gonna keep me he's gonna keep me here I believe him I believe what he said and I hope you take time to really, really list down the things that's really keeping you from getting the vaccine. Don't believe the hype. That's what I was going to name this this uh, podcast episode. Don't believe the hype. Don't let the hype of other people on social media tell you not to take it. Because I'm, I'm let me tell you something. I'm be honest. I was a part of that. Why? Because I was oh I don't know I don't know because I was going along with other people that I looked up to. Not really even say looked up to that I followed. I followed a group of people. You know, we all follow certain people and we have to take a step back. And Dr. Darius Daniels reminded me yesterday that you have to be careful of who you give weight to when it comes to speaking into your life. You have to be careful because those people can 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 send you to to hell. They can send you in the wrong direction. They can, they can push you back when you're trying to go forward. You have to be careful how much weight you give people when they're speaking into your life. The people that are important, those are the ones that you should be worrying about. Those The ones who speak, um, I wouldn't say important, but those who speak um, truth to you. Those are the ones who you need to be concerned about. The ones who speak truth to you. Not just the ones that entertain you, but the ones who speak truth. I want someone to tell me the truth at all times. And if I'm and if I have a group of people who tells me the truth all times, then I'm good. But you still need to have that talk with Jesus. Okay? And if it ain't Jesus, just sit there. Talk to someone that you know is gonna tell you the truth. Okay? Okay. Well, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, I'm going to get into the rest of my Let's Just Talk. 
All right. Thank you so much. We're back from the break. That's my son. You hear in the background. So, um, let's talk more. So, um, the reason why I'm so, I think I was before, but I know we just talked about the vaccine. And again, that's, that's for you and God for you to talk about with him. Um, but, um, my father right now, okay, is laying in an ICU bed in the hospital because of COVID. Because he is like one of the many other people in this world who got the symptoms, who had, who had the symptoms of COVID in their body. Excuse me. And instead of seeking help, which he was told, hey, you don't feel good, go to the doctor. No, I don't go to the doctor. Instead of calling and trying to find out, are these COVID symptoms, do I need to come in and see my doctor? He tried to, tried to take care of himself on his own. And he was found on the floor, okay? He was found on the floor trying to breathe and was rushed to the hospital. Do you know, that broke my heart. One, because I am I am states and states and miles and miles and miles away from him. The other thing is that I don't really know my father, okay? So when I found out <clears throat> on Saturday that this is what happened, excuse me, y'all. <clears throat> when I found out, I had a whole bunch of emotions going on in my head. Here it is. A man that I really don't know I have seen him well he left when I was five um, <clears throat> he left my mama left anyway basically he decided not to show up in my life okay I seen him on my own after five and I don't remember how many times it's I'm gonna tell you it's gotta be five times maybe since he left when I was five or so. Um, but I saw him waving. I remember flying to see him with my brother. Um, my brother's two years younger than me. I had to have been like eight or nine, maybe ten. We flew we flew to see him um, by ourselves on an airplane. And I saw him then. And um, these are all the things that I remember. I remember seeing him again when I was 18, 19 years old. 18, 19 years old. I went to see him for Christmas. All my family, because my grandmother and my little baby brother is there, and my my his my his side of the family is there. Um, and um, then um, and then I remember seeing him again. No, I'm sorry. Before that, no, I had to be like 17. I'm sorry, y'all. Look, my memory. I'm- <laughs> I got mom brain. I got mom brain. <clears throat> but anyway, I seen him at least five times on my hand, okay? And all those times I seen him, the only time that he came to see me was my graduation day. Do I believe that he came to see me on my graduation day because he because it was something that he wanted to do? I have no idea. I know that anytime I saw him, it was I always saw him with um, my grandmother Rivera, who I love her so much. Um, she has always, she has always made sure to uh, be a part of my life 
So <clears throat> that was just to say that I don't know him. And so when I get a call that he is um, in a hospital, he can't breathe, he can't, um, he can't uh, talk to anybody, no one can visit him. Uh, he is um, basically fighting for his life at this point. And um, it, it really saddened me. I broke down in tears because I had been praying for God, even though he hadn't really done much to be a dad to me. He was still my father. And um, I had been praying to God that he would um, restore that relationship. Um, because I think I was at the point where I didn't want to care anymore, but I cared. And when I found out that he was in the hospital fighting for his life, he already had heart problems. Um, and he already had a heart condition. And the fact that, you know, they were saying that, um, his kidneys were not doing so well. He has to be on a breathing machine. It is, it's a big thing, y'all. I, I, my emotions were just everywhere. I, I cried so much. I cried so much. Um, my eyes were, were puffy. Um, then I prayed. But then I prayed. And like I, my mantra now, I just love, because I, I love that saying. It was like, faith does not deny the reality believes that God can change it so the reality is that I know where he is he is in a hospital he is still fighting for his life I know that he's still alive because I called and talked to the nurse today and they're gonna call me back later on to give me updates she was doing rounds um so I know the fact that she just said that <laughs> um I'm, I'm believing that he's still alive Thank you, Lord. That's another thing for me to be thankful for. That's another thing for me to say, God, I just know that you're healing him while he's laying there in that, in that hospital. But there it is again, why getting that vaccine is so important. Um, I know that was a part of my story time, but this is just... <sighs> we, we need to be praying so hard this COVID vaccine to go away and I know that there are a lot of people saying well I'm praying that God would just uh, make it go away well what if what if okay the answer to our prayer is to be obedient and go and get the vaccine what if that what it is see well I don't know why we think that sometimes that all not sometimes all the time that God is this genie in the bottle we just gonna rub 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 him and poof things happen I believe that healing and our prayers get answered when we first do what God tells us to do, okay? God will do what you cannot do, okay? That's when the healing, that's when the prayers get answered, okay? You're believing God to heal you of of diabetes, but you don't want to go to the pharmacy and refill your prescription for insulin. Or you don't want, you're, you're believing God to heal you of high blood pressure so you can stop taking all your blood pressure medication. 
but you don't want to but you don't want to eat right you don't want to exercise so that you can get off the um, medicine see we grew up we grew up in a time in a church that tells us oh just pray just pray and this is gonna happen I don't believe that anymore I don't believe that 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 hap- I don't believe that that is the 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 way that God operates in our lives 100% of the time I think that he will do things if someone's laying in a hospital and, and dying and it's your family member and you're believing that God's going to heal heal that person yes but if there is any any in that point there is nothing that you can do but pray okay but if you have the capacity to do something outside of just praying you pray and you do something you pray and you do something God I'm praying you to um to help me uh, get a new job but you're sitting at home you're not doing nothing are you going to get up and go and look for a job are you online are you on the 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 websites looking for a job are you praying for to, to get a new place okay you're praying for but are you are you looking for the place okay you have when you pray god says, okay let me i'm gonna see what you're gonna do right quick because god already knows what you need before you say it and when you pray, that's just saying to God, okay, I already knew this what you wanted. Thank you for telling me. Now, which, now I need you to do this while I'm doing this. Because God's already working behind the scenes, people. God is already working behind the scenes. He's already doing it. There is nothing that God does not know about. He knows everything. So he's already working behind the scenes, okay? So don't don't leave it up just to God. He doesn't need us, but he needs us. If that makes sense. He doesn't need us to do what he what only he can do, but he needs us to recognize that we have to do something. We have to do something. We have to show him, God, I'm serious about this thing. I said I was going to stop drinking, but here I'm drinking. If you have a drinking problem. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with drinking because I have a glass of wine every now and then. Not every now and then. Well, lately it's been every now and then because <laughs> uh, I haven't been drinking. But um, but um, <clears throat> if there's a problem that is hindering you from doing what you need to do and you're asking God to help you with it, it's something that you're struggling with and then you can pray, but you also have to do something. God help me to eat right. Okay, I stop going to McDonald's. Okay, God help me to stop talking to this person. Okay, delete them out of your phone. Block them. That that feature is beautiful. Um, God help me um, to focus on you. Okay, stop staying up late and binging on Netflix. And what and Hulu and Amazon and spend time with me. And I'm talking to myself too because I have a problem with that. I have a problem with staying up late at night trying to have mommy time and watch TV when I should be having mommy time and really sitting still in the dark and letting God speak to me. Because I can't hear what God's trying to say to me if, if I don't get still. But I think I got off track. I'm not sure. <laughs> but. Oh yeah, my dad. 
I'm not laughing because it's not serious. I just, you know, this is just my personality. Um, I'm laughing at myself on how sometimes I can just get, I can just go all around the track and come right back to where I'm supposed to be. So, like I said, my dad's in the hospital. My emotions are everywhere. I was crying for days on since Saturday, but I stopped crying. I stopped crying by Monday morning, I think it was, um, because I asked God for peace because worry was taking over me. My thoughts started going crazy. I was like, oh, my gosh, he's in the hospital. Nobody's there for him. You know, he he's just laying there. You know, and I just started having these movie reels go through my head. Oh, he's just laying there, hooked up to the breathing machine, and it's so sad, and nobody's there with him, and he doesn't have anybody to hold his hand, and he doesn't know that we're, that we're thinking about him and we're asking about him. He doesn't know. And God was like, stop, girl. I am with him. You pray. You ask me to go and heal him. I am with him. So, yes, you're not there. His mother isn't there. His family isn't there. His son isn't there. But I am there. I am there. So that gave me peace. And so I haven't cried since Monday. And it's Wednesday. And I think that's great because I have peace that means that's telling me and that's telling God that I trust him. I trust him. I trust him. So if you don't get anything out of what I talked about through my story time and now, get this. Trust God for everything. Trust God to give you peace. Trust God to heal your body. Trust God with this vaccination. Trust God for getting a job. Trust God for getting a home. Trust God for restoration in your marriage, in your relationships with your children. Trust God that your children are going to succeed in school, even at home. Trust God that he's going to give you the tools that you need to help your child, even though you don't know how. Trust God that all things are working out for your good. There's a great song out here right now. And I know that verse, Romans 8, 28, for I know all things are working out for my good. All things are working out for my good. Because I love God. And I have been called according to his purpose. There's a great song right now. And I know there's been very many variations of that song. But right now there's a song out by Larry Vaughn II. Go stream it, download it. Um, it's called All Things Are Working. And it's awesome. And of course it says, for I know all things are working for my good. He says, I don't worry about a thing because I know he's watching me. God is watching you. God is watching you. He is over you. He is protecting you. All things are working out for your good. Okay? Okay. All right. Let's take a break. (laughs) I'm going to come back with the second part of what I want to talk about today. All right. So welcome back. All right. So I'm done preaching, (laughs) y'all. If that's what it sounded like to you. But it's Inauguration Day. Yay! Yay! It's Inauguration Day. And yes, 
I want to say this. We, we are happy that the transition is happening. We are happy that, that um, there are new leaders in the office. Yes, we are happy that. Don't, let me tell you something. This may sound cliche, but you do not put your whole trust in the government, okay? You still pray to God and you still ask God to work on the new President Joe Biden and the new Vice President Kamala Harris. Yay! Um, that they will do the that they will um, govern this country in the right way for the people of the United States, which we all believe because what we experienced these last four years should not have happened. But we still pray that um, the former president of the United States, Trump, we pray for his soul, we pray for his mind, because um, I don't think that he acted alone in his uh, circus that he was doing as the president. I do not think he acted alone. Absolutely not. He had people behind him gassing him up, gassing up these ideas. Yes, he still had to... He still had the final say when it came to the things that he did and he said. And he still is saying crazy stuff. But if you don't have people behind you lighting you up and gaslighting you up and saying, yeah, 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 then you ain't going to say it. You may still say it if you bold. But a lot of people behind him was gassing him up. And that gave him courage to continue to act a donkey all through his presidency even up until now he's still encouraging people subliminally subliminally to hate okay he's not saying hey go hate but he's saying it in a way that caresses the ears of those who support him to go and continue to to um to hate on other people to um destroy and um violate um the rights of other people. He is just, you know, it's just crazy. Okay. All right. Enough about that. But aren't you excited that not only today is inauguration day, but that the first African-American South East Asian woman is going to be the vice president of these United States. Go ahead, Kamala Harris. She is now our floatus. <clears throat> she is now our, I'm sorry. <laughs> Take that back. She's not our floatus. <laughs> I think when I was thinking about her, I kept thinking first lady, but she's not our first lady. She is our madam. She is our madam vice president. And I am so happy. I'm happy that my daughter gets to see this. I'm happy that we all get to see this. That it doesn't that even though, yes, it is very proud because who she is and where she comes from and her and her ethnic background but it just goes to show not only the united states but the world that it doesn't matter that she's african-american that she can't that her father's jamaican and her uh, mother is uh from indian descent that she is still a woman who is smart and she is capable of doing the job that is the first thing that should matter when it comes to anybody in any kind of position are they capable of doing the job you don't look at their color of their skin first are they capable of doing the job and she is capable of doing the job she's not black first she's not 
uh, Indian first. She's a person first. She's a woman first. She is qualified first. And I am proud. So I hope, ladies, when you're listening to this, you have your pearls on. Um, you, everyone is having their pearls on today to, um, to watch the inauguration. Right now, it hasn't started, so I don't have my pearls on yet, but I will be putting them on. I have my pearls. I have pearls for my daughter. My grandma has her pearls. My mama has her pearls. And hopefully, I'm going to take a whole picture. And I am just proud today. I'm proud because here it is another example that uh, the color of your sin, the color of your skin, should not dictate where you should and should not be in this world. If you want to do something, go do it. Especially if it's for the betterment of the people around you. Okay. And when I say if you want to do something, go do it. I'm not talking about something that's going to defile you and degrade you. Okay. Because that's not good for you. Okay. I, I think it's awesome. And I think I talked about this before that women can see that I don't got to go shake my behind to get respect. I can be the CEO. I can be the vice president of the United States. I can be the president. I know we are going to see a, a, a woman president in my lifetime. I can feel it. I know it. I'm 39 years old. I know. Before I die, which I hope is 100 years old, that I will see a woman president. Whether she's white, black, Asian, Hispanic, I know I will. And I'm ready for that day. But right now, I am going to embrace this day. I'm going to embrace what we are seeing. If this, we are coming off the heels of celebrating Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., his birthday and his day. And this is what he wanted. This is what he was fighting for. Equality for all. That we all have a right to be at the table. We all have a right to have a seat at the table for whatever it is that we are fighting for and whatever we are working for, whatever we are passionate about. So, bravo, Madam Vice President. Bravo, President Joe Biden. I'm just, I'm ecstatic today. Um, it, it brings on the same kind of feeling when we saw President Obama going into the into the office. It was like, whoa, look at here. You know, come on now. Come on. I was, <laughs> I was talking to my daughter last night in the car. And I was like, Talia, we wanted to have um, someone, a vice president who looks like us in the White House. A woman, vice president, who looks like us. I said, so you, I said, you can go up to be the vice president of the president. You know what she said to me? She said, I don't want to be the vice president of the president. That's just too much pressure. <laughs> I was like, well, thank you for being honest. <laughs> because you don't have to be. I mean, if you don't want to be, you don't have to be. But even if you don't want to be, it still should symbolize to you. And let it sink in that... You can be, you you actually can be what you want to be. And I pray that with this new um, president and vice president and the new cabinet, that more people in this world will open up and give the, open up the seats and give the opportunity for more minority 
black and brown, people of color the opportunity to do their job in the field that they work so hard to research and study for. It's sad when we see that um, all white this and all white that and all white this. And I have nothing against white people at all. We just, people of color, want to have a seat at the table. And yes, if they're not letting you come in, you can make it your own. If, if the business that you're going for, they're not letting you have a seat at the table, you can, you can create your own table and have a seat yourself. And if you don't know nothing about that, you should. <clears throat> if someone is not creating, is not letting you have a seat, go find out how you can make your own table, okay? Because God is, is not a, a one-sided God. He don't just do it one way. He can do it anyway. He, God is the God of the impossible. He makes things possible. You are possible. Your goals are possible. Everything is possible. So if you don't take anything away from today is that everything is possible. Everything is possible. No matter the opposition. No matter the hate. No, Everything is possible. I pray for all the loved ones who lost their families last year or up until now this year due to COVID. I pray for everyone. Pray for all the families who... Um, lost a loved one during that insurrection two weeks ago at the Capitol. That was sad. Very sad that that went down. Very sad. And I'm praying for y'all today <clears throat> Excuse me, that you will choose faith over fear. Choose God over what other people are telling you. Get the facts. Go find out for yourself what you should and should not do. Get the facts. Don't listen to, to the to the to the to the trend. Basically, don't listen to the trend. You gotta stand out. You gotta say, what do I need to do for myself? Because all these people are telling you not to do something, and um, they're probably secretly doing it themselves. But because they want to stand up for the cause, are you really standing up for the cause? Be truthful. I'm being truthful. Okay, I'm being very truthful. I am being hot over here honest open and transparent and I hope you can be hot with me <laughs> honest open and transparent together okay hot with an extra T on it hot to <laughs> let's be hot to together okay okay so I thank you so much for listening to me today I thank you so much for coming back not only listening to me, but you can hear my son in the background. He is up and at it today. <laughs> um, but I I just thank you so much. I do ask for your prayers. Continue to pray for my family. Not only, I know I talked about my brother, but my, I know I, know I talked about my father, but my brother is also, my brother and my sister-in-law is also fighting um, off the COVID. They have not had any major complications. Thank God. Um, they are not hospitalized. We are at home quarantining self-quarantining so please pray for my family in general as I will continue to pray for all of you and, and your families and um, I thank you again for listening today and to, to this episode I think I might go ahead and just call it don't believe the hype that's what I wanted to call it in the beginning but I might just say let's just talk and don't believe the hype <laughs> okay okay and you know what I, I I think I I don't know I, I want to say this I know you're seeing Tira how how are you able to 
um, laugh and uh, and smile. You can't see my smile, but um, I'm laughing. I'm smiling. Um, when you're when you know the knowledge of what's going on with your dad and in your family, your brother, your sister-in-law, because I know who I put my my trust in. That's why, because even though through the tears. I was okay, and I know that my dad's going to be okay, and I know that my brother and my sister-in-law is going to be okay. I know that God has been protecting all of us through all this. Because, I mean, even my nephews, my little baby nephews, six, three, and one, they were positive for COVID around Thanksgiving time. So they're still alive and running around and jumping. I saw them yesterday. That's how I can do that. I know who holds my hand. I know who takes care of my family. I know who is going to continue to heal us all. No matter what, God's will will be done. And I and, and that's who I trust. That's why. So, again, thank you so much for joining me for another episode today. Um, I don't have a podcast quote per se today. I think I want to go ahead and continue to just say that... What Dr. Darius Daniel said, faith does not deny the reality, but it trusts God who's going to change it, okay? So faith, having faith does not deny the reality, but having faith is trusting God that he's going to change it, okay? I think I messed that all up, but you know what I was saying? <laughs> Oh, look, I have this, um, I'm sorry, give me one second. I have this thing over here. It says, faith does not make things easy, it makes them possible. And that comes from Luke chapter 137. Okay, so go, go to that. Faith does not make things easy, it makes them possible. Okay? And faith does not deny the reality, but it does... Trust in the one who can change it. Okay, okay. Again, thank you so much for joining me today for another episode of Talk It Up with Tierra Monique. You can find me at Talk It Up with Tierra Monique on Instagram and Facebook. You can listen to me. You can tell your friends that they can listen to me at Anchor.fm, um, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, um, and Overcast, and I think some more. Just Google me. You can also reach me at talkitupwithtiaramonique at gmail.com. And you can go over to my website that is continuing to be updated at everythingtiaramonique.com. That's everythingtiaramonique.com. You can leave me a message also on anchor.fm if you're listening there. And I will listen to it. And I appreciate it. I'm going to say thank you in advance. And, um... Don't forget to seek God first in all you do. Love yourself and love others. Be kind to yourself and other people. Choose faith over fear, okay? Choose facts, okay? F-A-C-T-S. Choose the facts over fear, okay? And until next week, God bless you. Smooches.